What did you say? Well, but a sick dread. What? Well, but a sick dread. <laughs> <laughs> This Lord Jalen Willard, Negus of Nassau, St. Anton Alexander, back again with another episode of Well, Sick. You've seen the title. We're about to get into it. But before we get into that, you know, if you want to sponsor this show or any other show on the Original People Network, please slide into our DMs or email us at the Original People Network at gmail.com. For more information, you know, or you could just contact me directly at Lord Jalen Willard on Instagram, Lord Jalen Willard, Facebook, Viva La J Will on Twitter, and we could get you right. You know, it's been a while. Um, trying to be more consistent with these Will Mother Six. I know y'all love to hear my dark, sultry voice, you know, on the background of. You know, something smooth, probably some classical music or jazz or near soul or something of that sort. So, you know, I try to be more consistent with these, you know. <sighs> but let's get into the topic. The CEO of me. You know, I got this title from a good friend of mine, as well as my cousin, Mr. Wayne Johnson. Uh He's a motivational speaker. Uh, he also helped me get my business license when I first moved back home. And he's somewhat the person that put in my mind, like, yo, you might want to have a business locally here, but you got to think globally. So he made me, you know, instead of it being chosen a few production, it's chosen a few production international. And that sort of was the catalyst of my journey to this point. But I want to talk to, you know, a few weeks ago, a popular radio host was fired from her job due to the fact of, you know, there was some contest to what her guests at the time, facts that he was saying about um, a particular, I guess, group of people, a special interest group. And they said, it was accused it was alleged that his accusations were false even though he has proof um his evidence as to what he said and that's something that typically happens a lot not just only in the bahamas but worldwide where at any given point you know you say the wrong thing you can be fired let go from a job whether at any point if you don't agree with someone executive or anything like that you could be fired and i want to start this i want to make the statement just straight off the bat you can never be fired if you own your own you can never be fired if you are your brand and you know you understand your true value yeah you could let me let go from a job but if you you know invest the amount of same similar amount of time that you invested in your nine to five into your personal brands you will never be out of work you'll never you will never be fired you will always be your own boss you will always be the ceo of me and i really want to get into that because you know me 
starting my own um, podcast network, having my own platforms, my own brands. You know, yes, I still have a nine to five, but, you know, people always be like, you know, when you're going to transition from that or, you know, if what you're doing on the outside is going to be a conflict or that. But I always be like, you know, when that day comes, I'm not scared because I already built something outside of that. I built the brand outside of that. So in essence, no one could fire me. And I say that proudly because I took ownership of my reality. You know, I prayed to God that I master my own self before I try to teach mastery to others. I prayed that I'll be put in position to provide for my own self instead of relying on others. I pray for opportunities to provide to my own self and asking for opportunities from other people, which I've done all these things in the past and to no avail, they always came up empty. You know, through the good graces of God, I made it here. You know, without no funding for, you know, no one like loan me any money or, you know, I had no co-signs to say, you know, follow him, nothing. Everything was built from the ground up. And then, you know, I had a few good men come along the way to help me in this mission. And we still going. But I want to charge you today. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am the CEO of me. You even pause this right now. And play it back. Say it five to seven times. I am the CEO of me. I am the CEO of me. I am the CEO of me. And I got this, again, credit to my cousin Wayne Johnson. He made a tape like this. Like, you know, it's almost like it's positive affirmations when you say this. And follow him on Facebook, the CEO of me, Wayne Johnson International, if you if you're here in the Bahamas locally and you need, you know, business licenses and other business consulting um, operations, like he's really good. But you have to affirm these pauses affirmation. Also, I want to touch on, well, let me, let me focus on this first. You have to, you know, first speak it into existence. That's why, you know, when you say words and you break it down, you spell them. What you say are spells. So when you sp say things, you cast, whether it be positive, negative on yourself, or, you know, you cast negative things or positive affirmations on yourself and others. So first of all, you have to speak things into existence. You have to say, you have to shake off yourself. And I hopefully COVID showed you that, hey, I can't have just one source of income. I have to have multiple. So guess what? I have to boss up. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, everybody can be a boss. Everybody can be an entrepreneur. And that's true. But we have to expand what the meaning of entrepreneur is. Because you don't necessarily have to start the idea. But you can find a friend that has an idea and you go be like, hold on. They started this, but I can help like this. And we can break bread together. And if... I don't necessarily have to own one entity, but if I have a if I have a partnership in ten entities and I only get ten percent, that's still a hundred percent from ten sources. So if one goes, that's only ten percent. I could you know replace that. So we must get into the mindset of hey, 
how can we network with each other, establish brands, you know, boss up and own, claim eminent domain, become the CEO of me. Now, let me get back to the point before I forget. Also, another um, last year, another local reporter got fired from um, their job because of what was said on their program or what they reported. And I just look at these people and I'm like, it's about time that we get away from relying on a job, relying on a nine to five solely, you know, because there's no way in 2020 we should still be going through situations where you have to wait until you get fired from your job or wait until your job lays you off or if there's some transition period where they taking you from one department to the next and they calling you back like no fam work when you we work 40 hours a week right and let's do some simple math let me pull up my calculator on on my computer right card so you work 40 hours a week there's 168 hours in a whole week right well let me check let me double check so 24 times 7 equals yeah 168 so when you subtract 40 hours from that 168 that's 128 hours and even if you say let's say you work 60 hours a week you have 108 but let's stick to the 40 hours a week because that's the you know average but you have 128 per week and let's just say you sleep eight hours a day so we can go back to the board let's clear this out eight times seven equals 56 so we subtract 56 from 128 you still have 72 hours in a week that's three whole days that you can work on your business and your other hustles now other hustles may not necessarily come in the form of you owning a business but also you understanding what you invested in so you know those mutual funds those ipos those stocks those bonds real estate you know what are you doing in your spare time to further advance yourself because we is no longer you could say yeah this one job this one source ain't gonna make and break me you know, like it's becoming ludicrous. And this also goes back to um, actually right on. I looking at this th um, thumbnail on YouTube and it pulls up this, the infamous Dame Dash um, interview. What he did on Breakfast Club five years ago. And this changed my life. This changed my life. Like when he said, he said, um, he said something that was like, you know, I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was along the lines of I felt forever where, you know, I felt like I was too egotistical or felt like, you know, I shouldn't be outwardly, you know, confident in being overconfident or confident in being cocky and saying I'm the greatest and saying, you know, you know, I ain't want to work for nobody and I'm a king and I'm a god and yeah, like, you know, I'm 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 the orchestrator. Well no, let me not say orchestrator, because God is ultimately the orchestrator of my whole existence. But I'm the master of my destiny. 
the power is in my hands. And, you know, that inspired Because I was like, when I heard what he said, I was like, and I might cut away and insert some of that inside there. But I was, I was like, whoa, there's someone actually who thinks like me. And then there, I found that there was others and this was the thinking of a winner. He said, from how I could call another man boss. How could I call another man boss? That's almost like calling him my father. And I was like, but I've been feeling like that forever. Like, you know, and he obviously he said real men don't call other men bosses or I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said, how could I call another man boss? And I took that to heart, like even to this day, like every employee I have, I never refer to them as boss. Cause I'm like, from you ain't, yeah, you gave me an opportunity. You gave me a paycheck to deliver a service, but just for my psyche, just for my, um, you know, the principles I have, I can't go around and call another man boss or whatever. Like, you know, that's almost like calling them daddy. Like, like, you know, my ego wouldn't let me. And not to say that that needs to be everyone's approach, but a lot of things with Dame said in an interview was true. It's like, you know, how you could, um, can you give, but you work, can you give like, you know, take out money from the company where you work for and give to your children? You know, you should always focus in on, on, you know, hustling for your last name, not your first name. And, Around the time this interview came out in 2015, and like a few months before my father had retired. And, you know, things weren't wasn't too amicable, but long and short off the tail, you, he worked at a certain company for almost 30 years, from 87 all the way to 2014. But at no time, you know, you had a severance package, but it wasn't a full amount. You didn't own any shares in the company that you bled, had, you know, you, you bled for, you sweated for, you cried over. And now you're in retirement, you have nothing to do. You know, unfortunately, certain things wasn't planned out for my, my father and plan out certain things for his transition from, you know, working actively into retirement. So, and he told me himself, like, you know, he had a lot of regrets, not because he didn't do certain things, because he didn't have the knowledge to do those things. So when I started working, he retired 2014. I came back home three years later. Obviously, yeah, back in this market. His whole thing was, I'm like, if they ain't offering shares in the company to you and this and that, don't make no sense and I felt that way already because I'm like I'm about ownership I'm not gonna bleed break bones sweat over something I don't own I really not <laughs> like I, I can never do it I ain't about to sit up and be up in this system where I on a hamster wheel running nine to five, five days, six days, seven days a week sometime. 
putting all this effort into something I don't own. That's ludicrous. That don't make sense. So what I did was, bro, I made my own. And you trying to negotiate how you should be treated and with someone's entity, you only going to go crazy with that because that ain't going to go nowhere because at the end of the day, you are an employee and they own, they have a bottom line. They have to make sure certain balances that accountant book is balanced thoroughly and they make a profit of what they earn in adjacent to whatever um, salary they are paid. So they're not, they care that you are somewhat compensated for the service that you provide the entity to, but at the end of the day, you don't get what you deserve. You only get what you leverage. And I learned that the hard way through my own personal experiences, as well as seeing the experiences of others and reading and watching in multiple interviews. So I never is the one to argue over someone, something that I don't own. I'm not bleeding over nothing I don't own. I'm not sacrificing whatever for something I don't own. Now I will provide, I will render the services that are asked of me, but I'm going to invest into me. I'm going to be the CEO of me. So whoever listening to this now, Yes, ain't nothing wrong with having a nine to five, but you have to own your destiny. You have to own you. And before I forget, let me go back to the point. So after having those conversations with my father and seeing what he went through on a mental level and seeing like, you know, you rode for this company for such a long time just to end up empty-handed i was like that is never gonna be me and i've seen that multiple times since then that is never gonna be me i'm not waiting until someone like whether recession or some incidents to then after i get fired have this redemption story to be like oh now i'm focused on no 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 i'm gonna do it now and I did it. So now when it comes to a situation where um, there's a sentiment or I have a particular guest or I do certain actions to where now people feel like they can fire me, whatever, you know, I mean, you can't fire me off of everything cool. That's my show on my network. <laughs> what I built, you can't fire me off of Will Mother Sick. That's my show on my network, what I built. You got to own your own, man. You got to be the CEO of you to where when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to worry about if you're going to get fired today because you don't know, okay, that's, op that's main source number one, but I have all these options on the side. And that's it. You just have to be the CEO of, of you. And thinking, oh, I only, like, yeah, because I have shares in a company as well where I work. That's a sufficient. No, you have to expand the mind. You have to think of your future because I often think about this. I want to 
build generational wealth so I could pass it on to my kids to where they don't have to go through what I have to go through. They don't have to ask someone for a job. They just get enough training. Or if Even if they get a job, it's not to sustain them, it's to learn whatever field that they want to go into first. And then when they know enough, come out and then build on their own. And even you could build your own while you're helping someone else build. Because I've seen how jaded a lot of people can feel. You know, you put so much effort into someone else's dream and they give you the short end of the stick. But me, nah, I don't feel no way. And because I know what I built. And not just the original people network, you know, chosen few with the chunk and trademark, you know. And then I don't like people really calling me boss. Because if you work along with me, I give you an opportunity to better yourself. Because now I put you in a position to win. And let's break bread together. Let's come to the table and eat. All of us can eat. It's enough for all of us to eat. You know, I ain't gonna never stifle you and say, yo, oh, you doing this for me? You can't do this for anybody else or do this, do whatever else in a different capacity. No. Because that's selfish. That's a go back to what I always talk about, that bad mind, that closed mind, that black crap syndrome. You're trying to oppress. You're talking about oppressors, but you're doing oppressing when you do that. That'll make sense. But the key tip is you have the boss or you're to be the CEO of you. You're in control of your destiny. No, no human being can be in control of you. Well, I remember, always remember the Roots movie. They did a remake a few years ago. And Kunta Kente told his daughter, look up into the sky. That's the only thing more powerful. And that's over you. Nothing else. What's more powerful than you? I want you to ask yourself, if you're in your car right now, you're sitting by your desk. I want you to ask yourself, what's more powerful than you? Only the one only the one above, but on this earth. To the things that we see on a daily basis, what's more powerful than you? Well, mother's sick. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of with Mother Sick CEO of me. You know, you have any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, you know, send me an email. The original people network at gmail.com or slide in our DMs, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me at Lord Jalen Willard, Instagram, Lord Jalen Willard, Facebook, Viva La J Will on Twitter. Um, if you got my number, you can send me something directly. Um, tell me what you think. What you gonna do to take the steps to becoming the CEO of you? Because I know I am the CEO of me. Yeah, yeah, see. <laughs> I can catch you later. Mm-hmm.